Today, we're talking about the Republican presidential debate, a plane crash in Russia, Trump's Georgia arrest, and other top news for Friday, August 25th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. The most dangerous man on earth is the man who has reckoned with his own death. All men die, few men ever really live. John Eldridge. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Republican presidential candidates held their first debate Wednesday night, and it was rowdy. Here are some takeaways for your election cheat sheet, zingers and interruptions excluded. First, to varying degrees, all candidates are pro-life, and many support a 15-week federal abortion ban. Second, those who were asked said they supported former VP Pence's decision to certify the votes on January 6th. Third, most candidates pledged to support Trump if he wins the nomination, even if he's convicted of a crime. Hutchinson and Christie declined. Fourth, Pence and Haley poked at 38-year-old Vivek Ramaswamy's foreign policy inexperience after the entrepreneur suggested diverting funds from Ukraine to America's southern border. DeSantis also argued that U.S. border issues should take priority over international conflicts. And fifth, they discussed the economy, climate change, education, UFOs, and more. Frontrunner Trump skipped the debate, instead releasing an interview with Tucker Carlson on X, formerly Twitter, which garnered over 100 million views in four hours. Being right is satisfying in the moment, but our Savior Jesus modeled speaking the truth with compassion. In your debates about the debate, choose to build others up. 1 Corinthians 8 verses 1 through 3 says, Knowledge puffs up, while love builds up. Those who think they know something do not yet know as they ought to know. But whoever loves God is known by God. Russian mercenary boss turned mutiny leader Yevgeny Prigozhin allegedly died Wednesday afternoon. After a plane fell from the sky in a fireball, killing all 10 aboard, Russian authorities said its passengers included Prigozhin and his right-hand man, Dmitry Utkin. The crash comes after Prigozhin led his Wagner group of mercenaries in a would-be coup against Moscow in June. Many facts remain unconfirmed and conflicting claims are swirling, including that the plane was shot down, that it held a bomb, and even that Prigozhin may have faked his own death. Publicly, Russian President Putin said the crash would be investigated, adding that Prigozhin made a significant contribution to efforts in Ukraine, but also made serious mistakes in life. For his part, Ukrainian President Zelensky said his country had nothing to do with the crash. War and the evil it brings out are a terrible reminder that the world is not as it should be. Seek peace where you are and trust that the Lord will end all war in his perfect timing. Psalm 46, verses 6, 7, and 9 say, Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. Former President Trump was booked and released from Fulton County Jail last night on a $200,000 bond. As far as arresting former presidents go, it was pretty normal. Along with the co-defendants who surrendered before him, Trump was fingerprinted, mugshotted, and pled not guilty to 13 felony charges. 
The next step is determining a trial timeline. One of Trump's co-defendants, Kenneth Cheesebro, requested a speedy trial, and in yesterday a judge set his court date for October 23, 2023. The date doesn't apply to the other 18 defendants. Trump's team has expressed interest in delaying the trial beyond the 2024 election. In a surprise move, Trump switched lawyers hours before his arrest. Steve Sadow, a veteran criminal defense lawyer familiar with high-profile cases, is now leading his defense. Here's a verse to consider when you feel like you've read this news story before. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Hebrews 13, verse 8. We think TPO is like a friend's hotspot or Chick-fil-A ice. Available free, but also worth paying for. TPO started as a grad school side project and made $0 for years. If you're in that or a similarly low-income phase of your career, please continue to enjoy TPO for free. But if you're in the camp of being largely or completely unconcerned by inflation, would you consider choosing to pay? Yes, it's odd to pay for something you could get for free, but listener subscriptions not only enable us to continue serving our current audience excellently, they also help us reach new people with Christ-first news they'll actually look forward to. Follow the link in our show notes and choose to pay for the pour-over. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Two new studies published Wednesday unveiled technology that uses a brain-computer interface, or BCI, to allow people with paralysis to communicate using an animated avatar. This is the first time brain signals have been translated into spoken words and facial expressions, carrying significant hope for those with strokes, cerebral palsy, or ALS. New abortion restrictions will soon take effect in Indiana and South Carolina. On Monday, Indy's Supremes refused to rehear a challenge to the state's near-total abortion ban. On Wednesday, South Carolina's Supremes reversed a lower court decision and affirmed the constitutionality of a law that bans most abortions upon detectable cardiac activity as early as six weeks. And on the 113th day of the writer's strike, the studios tried a new tactic. Hollywood studio heads publicly released their new counterproposal, an apparent attempt to convince rank-and-file union members to pressure their leaders to agree. The new offer addressed concerns related to compensation for streaming and AI, but the writers' union said the offer again fell short. India's lunar lander named Vikram and rover named Pragyan landed on the moon's South Pole Wednesday, promising scientists a closer look at trace amounts of water and ice in the region. India is the fourth country to land on the moon, but it's a bittersweet week for the country, which is also mourning a bridge collapse that killed at least 26 people. Japan is slowly beginning to release water once used to cool the Fukushima nuclear power plant, which was wrecked by a 2011 tsunami, into the Pacific Ocean. Last month, the UN approved the decades-long wastewater disposal process, saying the radioactivity is well below safe levels. Activists aren't so sure, and China has banned all Japanese aquatic products. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. 
We sincerely appreciate your support and hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face-to-face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.